0: Marcus, I can't help it, but when I look at your um, magazines, newspapers, various media, Mm -hmm. you're a big user of print media. Definitely. Um, In a new digital world where online and video and what have you, Mm -hmm. you still use print, you believe in it?
1: Big believer in print media. I think all. All facets of advertising, when it comes to real estate, uh, are still very important. Whether it's an online strategy and, and print media, we like to really customise our marketing campaigns to the appropriate uh, demographic it's going to appeal to. But I don't think there's many that are absent of print media. Uh, and I'm big on selling big ads because I think that essentially when someone's looking through print media, whether it be a glossy local magazine or you know the, the Saturday papers you want your client's properties to stand out amongst others. Because there's always a lot available. So I'm a big believer in getting your client's property on the shopping list before others. So we are
0: you know, a big believer in print media. So, Marcus, how does... I mean, you must come across vendors who don't want to spend the money. Always. Right. Always. Have you got a response that you normally have you got an approach i mean one of the yep. look one of the big advantages is if you are a specialist mm-hmm. and you have got positioning which yep. you made the decision 5 6 years ago yep. people are going to be more responsive to the advice you give them. correct yep. correct but you'll still have people that even though they think you're a specialist yep. and treat you like a specialist they don't want to write out a check for 15 grand correct correct um, and we, repro- we we you
1: know, feel thirty thousand probably more appropriate anyway. Right. But in saying that, grand. in saying, like that, <laughs> <laughs> in saying that, I, I think it's very easy for salespeople to demonstrate why they should be doing it. It's not necessarily what you save; it's what you show. I think by picking up, picking up the paper from the week before, or the week before, or the month before, and going through and showing them what other people are spending to get their property promoted appropriately and sold successfully, what they're actually doing. And providing them with you know, great case studies of other advertising campaigns that you've just recently sold recent, um similar price points as well. That's the justification they need to know that they're not the first person doing it because every vendor feels as though they're the only one doing it. And I think they need to feel comfortable in other people are doing it, taking the appropriate advice to get the ultimate outcome. And I think if you can demonstrate that rather than just tell them about it and what they should be doing, it has to be justified and
0: credentialized by evidence. Okay, so takeaway points <clears throat> there use the actual product and show them previous examples of properties that were advertised right. and case studies and stories that show success yep. um, by the set like the way you spoke about it you've got a belief in it so huge belief in it I would say that that's probably one of the reasons why it Cor- happens for you correct correct
1: and I quite often find if, if it doesn't work first time in terms of a vendor is not convinced first time you don't give up then right I think you need to revisit and revisit and if
0: you do have that belief and I do you have to go and continually convince them what revisit they should Revisit there and then at the first meeting or revisit again subsequently?
1: Continually. Continually. Absolutely. If, if you walk out of that meeting when you're discussing marketing and you, and you walked away hand on heart thinking it's not the appropriate campaign, I think you've got to relay that to the client because I think you need to know that you can get to the end of the process with them, look them in the eye, hand on heart and say, we have done everything conceivable to ensure everyone who's possibly in the market has been made aware of your home. So I think you need to, if you can't do it first time, or they need more convincing, I think you need to revisit and revisit. It might be before the campaign starts. It might be after the first weekend that we don't get the start that we've ideally wanted. You've got to revisit marketing.
0: Okay. Uh, Marcus, you used the term clean business. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated to What does clean business mean for Marcus? Much different today than it was maybe six or seven years ago where I was an agent
1: and I wanted to be everything to everyone and take as much business on and you know, running, a, running around selling a half a million dollar flat you know, five kilometres away and then driving 10 kilometres to sell a million dollar home. Um, today it's about um, the position in terms of the area of the home. Um, does it fit within the criteria that we see suited to us? Do we know the clientele, that are going to be more appropriate, Who are going to be walking through the door, Who are going to be the likely buyers? Um, a commercial aspect to it. You know, is it going to promote us as the appropriate agents in the marketplace? The right fee and the right marketing. So it has to actually qualify most of those criteria for us to say, yes, we want to be involved with this campaign. So there is business we are continually saying no to or delegating to others who are still in that mode of growth yeah. in their business um, because what we find is that sort of low-hanging fruit, that easy business, Yeah doesn't continually position yourself and I relate it back to that analogy of having a a Toyota for sale in a Mercedes allotment it's something wrong with that there's no brand alignment there so I'm very conscious about brand alignment and making sure our brand as a business my personal brand is continually elevated in the marketplace and as you always refer to the attraction business model is growing and getting stronger
0: yeah okay gang brand is what people are saying about you when you're not there and what Marcus is highlighting is the point that if you're mixed up in who you are and what you do, you're sending a mixed signal there. You're sending the Toyota in the Mercedes showroom look when you are trying to be everything to everyone. You end up being nothing to anyone. Correct. Um, so, Marcus, I want to ask you if you were if you were meeting you. Mm-hmm for the first time, and it's day one in real estate, Mm -hmm. what advice would Marcus Ciminello give Marcus Ciminello 12 years ago? It's a great question, very good question. Uh, I think first and foremost,
1: I'd tell myself to get a mentor straight away. I think even though I did work with, uh, what I still refer to as the best in the business being James, I, I followed his business patterns, but I didn't have a mentor outside of that. So I didn't have someone I wanted to be or emulate. And not saying that James wasn't that person, but I wanted a completely different business model, which I have today. Um, so I try and find day one who has a business model out there with your, with your own company or with a competitor that you relate to and you could see yourself wanting to be like in two, three, four, five, ten years' time. Uh, try and spend some time with them or shadow them or do whatever you can to understand what's the nuts and bolts of their business uh, and how to get there and how they got there. <coughs> Pardon me. So I think getting a mentor is is essential um, and getting on the phone. I think getting on the phone, telling people what you do and how you do it and who you're doing it with, I think is very, very appropriate, particularly in that you know, early stage. Because I think in that first year too, you're very much building. It's like a... It's like a piece of clay that an artist is about to embark on. You've got to have the slab of clay to work with before you can mould it into what you want. It's a bit like a database. You've got to build the numbers. Then you can manipulate the database and, 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 and cleanse it down and make that database look like what you want it to look like. So building numbers very, very early on, I think, is key. And I think hard work. You know, even though I still look back and think, Geez, the hours I did back then, there's still been a lot of hours, and I still do a lot of hours now, but... Just working hard and remaining really focused at work. I think just early on, you're, you're about you know establishing yourself within the office and in the marketplace. I think a lot of agents get lost in establishing themselves in the office rather than the marketplace. Yeah. And they're not focused at work. You know, they'll spend 10 hours in the office and not really get to the end of the day and accomplish anything. And I'm a big believer in you know don't leave until you achieve. So every day you've got to be walking out of the office saying, I've achieved something that I wanted to achieve today. So I think there are three things in terms of getting a mentor, really prospecting building database uh, sooner rather than later, um, remaining focused and putting aside the specialisation, which I touched on before. Really start, and that comes back to who your mentor is, But really start identifying yourself how you want to be identified in the marketplace. If you can establish that earlier on, I think you can fast track to where you want to be rather than took me, you know, basically six or seven years to get to where I wanted to be and build and build and build upon that, you could probably do it in two or three if you had that laser beam focus from the outset.
0: Okay, success leaves clues, $2 million rider here, he has just summed that up. I reckon that that is worth pressing that pause button and then moving that cursor back about two minutes because they were golden pieces of advice. And I think, I wish I knew that earlier on in my life. Marcus wished that he'd given himself that advice earlier on. And that is establish yourself in the market, not in the office. Establish yourself out with buyers and sellers, not with your colleagues. True. The second thing is, yes, get a mentor. <laughs> Learn from their experiences. You'll take a shortcut and feed that database before you get selective and picky, before you cull it down to 400, you need to get 800. Feed mm-hmm. that database. Marcus, I'll tell you what, if I had a photo of a traction business, it would be your head. <laughs> Mate, it is, you, you summed it up perfectly. Um, thank you so much for your time. You're more than welcome.
1: Thanks, and, Tom. Appreciate yeah. it. Awesome.